Hey, Craig. Hey, Jenny. Good to see you, and thanks for joining me on this uh, re- really impromptu conversation. Because I know you just came back from TCT, and we blasted out a newsletter to try to help people to navigate giant conferences. Me personally, not a huge fan of conferences more than 300 people, to be honest.、Uh, so kudos on you to actually take on that task to go to TCT and also take some notes for us. But first, I want you to just have a quick intro about you, who you are, how you got to contact with Judy Hills. Absolutely. Well, first off, thank you for inviting me, and for anyone that's watching this live or maybe on later on in a recording. Thanks for joining. Um, I think, like many people that probably subscribe for 3D Heels, I'm interested in 3D printing, and it was through the pandemic where you were organizing some really interesting webinars.、Uh, in particular, I was interested in a bioceramics 3D printing talk during the peak of COVID, and it really piqued my curiosity. And I joined in, and I thought it was a really neat way to not only learn about the technology but also see the people that were leading in those creative endeavors. And I remember、uh, sitting in on one of the talks, and there were people that were DMing me, and I was DMing them, and we connected thereafter on LinkedIn. So while things were, you know, very uncertain at that period in time, it was really neat to be able to connect with so many people, literally all around the world.、Um, my background—I'm a material science and engineer by trade. So you know, for me, you know, any questions or any of your webinars that really will pique my curiosity relate to. Materials and understanding in in three D printing applications how those materials can be properly used to print really complex, unique forms.、Um, you know, and now I know we have an array. You have a three D printing and dentistry、um, talk coming up next week. I was a pre dental student back in the day, so that one especially、um, is of interest to me.、Um, so I, I stand by everything that three D heals stands for, and again, it's just a great opportunity to. To interact with others in this field, absolutely. I mean, yes.、Um, I, virtual events and online engagement.、Um, I would say, as our, as the pandemic is more of a pivotal point for us、uh, in terms of the format we engage. Our ultimate goal, though, is the same: is to continue to educate people and connect people, either in person in other events like TCT or Formnex or Bio,、uh, or. Virtually, which I believe, you know, this is self-bragging a little bit that we do a great job virtually. But today, you know, I don't want to take the light away from this、uh, really big conference because it is very important for our industry,、uh, healthcare three D printing, and it takes a lot of work and money to really put this together from everybody. And also, you know, not to mention all the business people like yourself who have to travel, spend time, and eat, you know, really crappy conference foods. Uh, to survive and get what you need to get. So my question, you know, number one is, what is your overall rating of this conference? You can compare it to other similar conferences or like your past experiences from attending TCT. I was quite impressed with the conference overall.、Um, so Rapid Plus TCT, they market the event as being the largest event in North America for 3D printing, and the McCormick Place in Chicago, where the event was held. Uh, to my surprise, is also deemed as the world's largest exhibition hall. So it has a recipe for success when you're attending the largest 3D printing com-、uh, the largest 3D printing conference in the world's largest exhibition hall.、Um, now, of course, not all of the 3D printing related to bio printing, and we can speak more about that afterwards. 
But for me, being able to attend the conference, um, the attendance was certainly on par with what the uh, show had indicated was, was the level prior to the pandemic. They estimate over 450 exhibitors, as well as over 10,000 attendees. And based on what I saw with my eyes, I can attest to the fact that those numbers seemed more or less accurate. Um, there was a lot of energy, and, and that's a positive that I'll compare to maybe some other shows where, you know, if, if you're attending perhaps NAS, which is a spinal show, AAOS, which is an orthopedic show, Greater New York Dental, certainly a dental show. Um, some of those shows, there's incentive for folks to attend based on receiving credits as part of their training if they're a, a practicing uh, dentist or surgeon in that field. Um, I think for this show, the commonality was folks interested in 3D printing. Um, I could certainly see in the future, and hopefully not in the too distant future, there being more niche 3D printing events. In other words, this was a 3D printing conference that was rather large in scope, right? Um, you had a lot of folks that were interested in automotive. You had a lot of people that were interested in um, aerospace 3D printing people that were interested in materials. Um, there was a large contingency of suppliers that were present that are not specific for 3D printing, but they wanted to lend their expertise to a lot of companies that are new to this field. So I'm talking about Tinius Olson, for instance, for doing mechanical testing, um, suppliers that deal with powders and raw material stock that could be used for printing. So I think the, the positive, I'm going to spin off maybe as a little bit of a negative in the sense that while it was great to have this agglomerate of so many people that were energetic from all over the world, you know, traveling, sometimes when you attend the show, um, not everything was applicable to what truly interested me representing HiMed, the company that I work for. Um, and, um, you know, maybe in the future, as 3D printing continues to evolve, there might be more niche shows that relate to what each individual interest uh, specifically relates to. Yeah, we do actually, you know, we we used to organize um, 3D Heels conference, an annual conference, um, but it was so much hard work. I, I just couldn't handle it by myself. And also the industry was way, way smaller than now. However, we do have a few dedicated medical 3D printing conferences around the world, one in Minnesota, I think from ASME or New York. And then there's another one I think uh, is in Europe. Um, but I do think, you know, I would say it's, I don't go to TCT every year, but for someone like you who does go there almost every year, I bet there's kind of evolution of a, the service industries now are, is evolving with all the new companies are surfacing, providing new products. It kind of, kind of support one another. So it will be very interesting to see, you know, which are these companies who are now, you know, used not to be interested in 3D printing who are service industry, but now moving into 3D printing because now 3D printing is a legitimate industry, actually has revenue generating capacity for these other companies. So it's quite interesting to hear about that. So I saw quite some, a few of your, sorry, my, this is the problem with live streaming. Okay. Electricity problems. Um <laughs> So I saw a couple of really cool photos that you uh, you shared with us of you shooting a basketball. Like, what are some of the fun activities, highlights, booths that really memorable from this show? Sure. So I guess you mentioned the basketball. So even though I was 0 for 3 with the, the shots that I took, we should start there. Um, 
in fact, there was a press release earlier in the year for those folks watching this stream that are interested in basketball. Wilson introduced the first ever 3D printed airless prototype basketball. In fact, it was released during the slam dunk contest earlier in the year. So when there's 450 booths at a show, um, you know, the creative marketing departments have to figure out how their exhibit should, um, you know, stand out compared to the competition. So there were quite a few interactive booths um, being able to shoot a basketball at a conference. I've never done that before. So I was able to cross that off the bucket list, which was nice. Um, you know, that certainly stuck out. Uh, I have to say there was a woman in 3D printing booth, which was really neat to see. And that was a dedicated stand specific for for that group. And from all accounts, from what I had seen, it was quite successful. It was also in close proximity to the main uh, conference floor where there were keynote speeches throughout the day. Um, and there were a lot of people that were dropping by, asking questions, trying to understand how to increase diversity in respective companies and being able to support the 3D printed movement. So I thought that was pretty nice to see. Um, yeah. Again, from a materials perspective, I was trying to understand um, evolution in, in different materials. And I made it a point for many of the people that I spoke with trying to get an idea of where they felt biomedical 3D printing is as far as being able to, um, you know, take a significant leap from the R&D scale to a larger production setting. Um, and while I think the consensus was that it's not there yet, perhaps some regulatory and quality hurdles and and maybe just the uncertainty, right? Like it's exciting to do something new, but it's scary at times to do something new and not having a clear roadmap of, well, this is what's tried and true. We have to do this to get there. You know, sometimes maybe has folks unsure about how to um, make that first move. But overall, I, I thought it was quite a successful event. Um, certainly, if I evaluate success based on attendance, I would say that the attendance was was very high. Um, the energy compared to other conferences, I would say, was very high as well. So those would be, um, you know, two of the most uh, uh, things that I was impressed with. Thanks. And going back to that basketball case, why did they want to 3D print this? I mean, does it make you, um, does it make it easier for you to score? Well, I mean, again, I was 0 for 3. So if I said yes, then I'm, I'm revealing myself as not being a, a good basketball player. But um, I, I think they were trying to show the aerodynamics. Um, you know, if you look at the ball and, and um, I'm sure if you anyone that's watching this, you can go online and, and Google 3D print airless basketball. You'll get all sorts of press releases that came up. But I think they were yeah. focusing on the aerodynamics and you can literally see through the ball. It's airless. There's holes through the ball. So it probably like the way that the dimples are on a golf ball. There's probably something happening. In fact, there was another booth that I didn't take a shot at that one. I was done with basketball after my three. But there was another booth that also had a basketball uh, component. Um, the thing that I also must say, um, and again, as you acknowledged, you go to these shows, it could be intimidating, right? And that was one of the reasons why we tried to have the Where's Waldo um, marketing. Um, the thing that's great is that just last night, they shared all of the um, videos from the conference for all of the different speeches. And, and um, there were a lot of things that I was not naturally able to participate in. So uh, this evening through the weekend, I intend on pulling up the app and watching some of the presentations that conflicted with other events. So that'll be another way to continue to gain, gain uh, knowledge
from the show, despite the fact that I wasn't able to attend everything. And is this accessible to everyone or is this just only registered people? I, I believe so. Um, I have to figure out how to access it as far as how the links can be shared. I know I had to log in through the portal uh, based on my uh, registration to access it, but I'll certainly share the link on my social media for anyone that's interested in following and they can look there. Um, I made sure to plug 3D Heels as best I could for anyone that I had spoken with. So hopefully there's a few additional people that you know sign up for all the great things that you're leading based on them learning about what you do. Oh, thank you very much, Craig. Um, yeah, we actually will put links on the YouTube, which this is streaming to right now, also uh, under this video. So including the basketball press release and maybe even a couple of photos. But going back to the sport, performance sports products, we actually hosted a, a webinar years ago, probably two years ago. And this, this is fitting in perfectly and it's fun. Um, so I'll also share that link as well. Um, and speaking of women in 3D printing, I know them way back, you know, maybe inception time of 3D heels. And I know Nora really well, who was one of the founders and they are doing amazing work. I, I absolutely agree with you that there is just lack of diversity from the gender perspective. Um, but I am actually seeing that number getting improved based on my dashboard. Our analytics is it used to be 25% women audience from our readers and audiences. And now it's slightly increasing to towards 27 to 30%. So that 2% difference makes a difference. Um, and actually there's other, um, there's also non-identified genders, you know, now we have sure. all these other um, pronouns um, and they, people are very honest about it now. So now we are, we're getting more and more trending towards diverse, diversity. So they, they did a good job. Um, well, thank you very much, Craig. That was an awesome, quick interview. Uh, love to hear what you're up to next and hopefully we can do live streaming again absolutely and i think as uh the shows continue to come back following the pandemic you know being able to meet other people and continue this cause um you know sounds like a lot of fun um so i'm looking forward to it as well absolutely have a good day excellent thanks jenny talk to you later thanks everyone bye